Welcome to For the Earth. I'm your host, Dylan Darling, environmental reporter at the Register Guard in Eugene, Oregon. This is a podcast by the Register Guard in which we highlight people who have an environmental cause, For the Earth, in Eugene, Springfield, or elsewhere in Lane County. I'm joined by J.J. Hendricks, Assistant Manager at Saturday Market, Inc., the company that runs the Saturday Market in Eugene. Hey, JJ. Hello, how are you? I'm doing great. Thanks so much for coming down here today. Oh, I'm happy to be here. The Saturday Market is a Eugene institution, and it's in its 50th season. And you pointed out to me the Saturday Market has quite some notoriety, and that's that it's... The oldest outdoor market in the country. Yes, definitely. And if you haven't been, every Saturday from early April into mid-November, the Saturday Market offers 275 out and crafts booths and 14 food vendors in and near the park blocks in downtown Eugene. It draws about 10,000 attendees each week, so a big crowd. And a big crowd, particularly when it comes to people who are eating food, means there's going to be a big amount of waste. And so that's why JJ's come in here today, and we're going to talk Saturday Market Waste some. Now help me understand, what do you do at the Saturday Market, and why do you do it? So I'm the assistant manager. Um, Before I was a site operations supervisor, I also hauled away the compost. How much waste does the Saturday Market produce, and is it primarily food waste? What are we talking about? Um... A good amount of it is food waste. We fill four yards in a dumpster, and we have seven tubs, 35-gallon tubs of food waste at the end of the day. And the challenge is, what do we do with all of this? So what we do is we have two gentlemen, Chris and Dave, who sort through every single bit of trash that is produced at the Saturday market every single Saturday. They divide it into recyclables, landfill, and compost. So these are Chris and Dave, two guys who work for the Saturday Market, and their job is to go through all the waste? They do. We have tucked away in a corner of the market, we have a sort table set up, and these two gentlemen will don their rubber aprons and their Kevlar gloves for safety, and... The food vendors and our site crew will bring all of the garbage from the blocks and set it down right in front of the table. These two gentlemen will dump it bag by bag, sort through every single bit, and put it in the appropriate receptacle. It's in a corner of the market, but it is a place that people can see them doing this. Is it good to have it where people can... I see them going through the garbage. I think it's wonderful. A lot of people are curious. <laughs> you don't see people doing this every day. They get a lot of questions. They're very happy to answer. Everyone that comes by, we have people that compost on their own. They come by and they share tips and ask questions. So there's great communication going on with the community by this sort table. Do you think it's good to have people see the waste kind of out out in the open like that? I think it is. I think when you see it all laid out in front of you, it makes more of an impact than walking by a trash can where you can just see the top layer if you even look at it at all. But when it's all spread out in front of you, it gives you an idea of how much people are putting in the trash. So it makes you think, where does my trash go? You know, what's going on with mine? So it's nice to get thoughts going in people's heads and conversations started. Each Saturday, all those food vendors, people come in, eating their meals, but then having some leftover and maybe 
what they use to to eat the food on. It produces seven thirty five gallon totes, which those are kind of the the roll cart you might have to take your recycling out or your yard debris. Yes, it's 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 quite a bit. Up until January of this year, we would also recycle. We would take all the compostable materials, coffee filters, paper, and we would take them to Rexius for them to add it to their compost. There's been some changes. So right now, we are looking for a worm farmer or someone who would like to take the paper waste. We would also be very happy to find someone who'd be interested in taking our compost free of charge. It's wonderful food. It's mostly organic. And yeah, we're looking for someone to take that. Right now, we're taking it to a commercial place we'd love to see it go back into the community with a lot of waste you are looking for a place to take it right now yes up until a couple weeks ago we had a wonderful local man who was taking it to grow his veggies and share with people in the community and and it ran its course sometimes it can be a bit overwhelming that amount of food every week so we are now looking so if you would like some premium compost please get a hold of us we'd love to bring it to you Yeah, definitely. And at the end of this podcast, we'll be including contact information. Uh, So if you just heard that information and you're so excited that you want to get some compost, skip to the end. Um, If not, stay with us and and we'll get there eventually. Something that you also mentioned to me is that the Saudi market is now utilizing metal reusable silverware. Tell me about this program, uh, how long you've been doing it, and, and how it works. Yes, this is a wonderful program. Um, it got started about 15 years ago. Um, and what we do is we own thousands of metal forks and spoons. When you go up to a food booth, there'll be a tub, you take your fork, you have your meal, and by every single trash can, there is a bucket, there's his dirty forks, you just throw it in there. The end of the day, we collect them all, we bring them to a local restaurant, and they wash them, and then we employ someone to sort them back into these little tubs, which in turn go back out to the food vendors. So this way we have a closed system with the silverware. And some advice for folks if you're going to the Saturday market and uh, taking part in in the food, don't throw away your fork. Uh, JJ (laughs) mentioned that one of the things Chris and Dave often are sorting out of the waste Oh, these metal forks, is that correct? That is correct. We catch them, yes. <laughs> Thinking about all this waste at the Saudi market, it's hard to have a meal without producing waste, but you can have a zero-waste goal. Um, yes, absolutely. So what is that? Help me understand. What does it mean to have a zero-waste goal? So a zero-waste goal would be where we had nothing going to the landfill at the end of the day. This is... This is obviously a very hard goal to hit, but we have a sustainability committee and we meet every single week trying to get closer and closer to this goal. We're working on solutions for straws, for plates, for cups. So none of that would go in. But right now we have, you know, a lot of people come and they bring cups from other places and trash from other places. So it's definitely a community idea. We try to educate the public that comes in on how they can help reduce their waste. We have signs on the trash cans. Like I said, people talk to people at the sort station about things. I think a lot of it's education. You mentioned that the Saturday market has a sustainability committee. Sustainability, that's one of those words I hear often. People might hear out there often, but you might not know what that means. How do you, JJ, define sustainability? 
Well, for me, sustainability would be looking at where something's coming from and what it took to make that, what it is you are using yourself, what's left over after your use and the process for getting it there, and finding a way to reduce that, reuse that, or eliminate things that aren't needed at all. So I guess that would be my personal view of sustainability. What is the Saturday market doing to achieve sustainability? Beyond the trash sorting and the silverware, we do sell reusable shopping bags at the info booth. We also, if you bring a reusable mug to the market, most of our food vendors will give you a discount for bringing that in, keeping one more thing out of the landfill. Tell me about some of your goals. What do you really want to see happen with waste at the Saturday market? And what might be some ways to improve the situation there when it comes to waste at the market? I think looking at what it is that you're throwing away at the market. If you bought something there, it had tissue paper, it had a bag, can you take that home and reuse it for something else? Do you need that bag for your item? We have been investigating straws for quite a long time. We're trying out a a few ideas, including hay straws and paper straws. We would like to use reusable plates and reusable cups in the future. Now, there's a cost associated with this, of course. We pay someone to wash the forks. We pay somebody to sort the forks in the trash, but we would rather pay the money for people instead of paying for that to all go to the landfill. If you haven't caught it, the first episode of For the Earth was about the topic of plastic straws and single-use containers so definitely check that out and the young man in eugene who has a campaign against that hopefully you'll find an interesting listen before someone even comes down to the saturday market is there anything they can do to affect how much waste they might produce Uh, is there any type of advice you might have for people who are headed down to the market Um, Well, it would start off with how you got to the market. You can take a bus. You can ride a bike if you're able. Carpool. That's a huge impact right there. Bring your reusable bags. Bring your mug. If someone offers you, you know, like I said, the tissue paper in the bag with with your purchase, you know, if you've already got your bag, there's something taken out of that waste stream right there. So just going into it thinking okay, I'm going in and I'm coming back with all this wonderful stuff that I got from the market. How much of it is packaging? How much of it did I not need to bring? As I mentioned at the top of the podcast, the Saudi market is the oldest outdoor market in the country. When we were talking before we turned on the microphones, you mentioned that you hear from other markets and organizers all around the country. What do they ask you and what are you telling them? And it's wonderful. And we love it when other markets ask us for advice or help or even share their own ideas. The most popular thing they ask about right now is our reusable silverware program. So we lay it all out to them, talk about the feasibility, about the cost, about what to expect. There is a certain training of the public (laughs) that goes along with it. Um, So we share all that we can. We share with them how we sort our trash. We would love for sustainability to be one of those things that isn't a closely guarded trade secret. It's something you share with everyone often. Fantastic. And now for those For the Earth listeners who have stuck it out and want to find out how to get your compost, tell me how. How should someone contact you about uh, getting the Saturday Market compost? It's very easy. Shoot me an email at info at eugenesaturdaymarket.org. You can also look at our website, eugenesaturdaymarket.org, for more information. Great. Well, I can't 
thank you enough, JJ. It's been really fun just learning about waste at the Saturday market, something I hadn't <laughs> thought about a lot, but obviously you do. Oh, well, thank you. I actually really enjoy talking about this stuff. I get excited. So I'm glad to share it with the public. Thanks for inviting me. Great. Well, hey, you have a great rest of the day. You too. Thank you for tuning in to For the Earth. Do you know someone in Eugene, Springfield, or another part of Lane County who you think should be highlighted in this podcast? Then send an email to dd at registerguard.com or call me, Dylan Darling, at 541-338-2368. This has been For the Earth. Find the story about JJ at registerguard.com.